Hey, good afternoon, top fans. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry coming to you with one of my favorite guests. She was on a couple of weeks ago talking about her love for her favorite team. And she's back tonight to talk about ballparks. She's a traveler. So this will be a fun time. Jen, how are you this afternoon? Oh, I'm great, Bill. I've been looking forward to this all day. Me too. Me too. So you mentioned online and offline that you love to travel. So remind me again of all the ballparks you've been to. Okay, well, I've been to 19 ballpark, 19 major league ballparks, and I also enjoy minor league. I'd have to count those up, but I keep this little note in my phone um, of all the parks I've been to. So 19, the most recent one was uh, Bush Stadium in St. Louis. That was about a month and a half ago. And that was the Molina situation, wasn't it? Wasn't that the Molina one that you were telling us about? Oh, yeah, where I was so fortunate to have met uh, their Spanish language broadcasters. I saw uh, Polo Asensio and Benji Molina, and I was invited up to their booth and got to see the beautiful view of the stadium and kind of see how they make their magic happen. Make the magic happen. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I don't know if you saw Did you see this weekend when the manager of the Cardinals pulled out Albert Pujols, uh, Yadier Molina, and Wayne Wright and at the same time. At the same time. Yep. Pretty amazing. It would have been a great um, game to go to. And I know that they're making a – I guess it was Saturday that they had um, kind of the celebration for, for the guys. But what's great is that they're going to be in the playoffs, or at least the wild card. So we'll get to see them a little bit more. Amen. Amen. Okay. So you've been to 19 ballparks. I mean, anything more than five is just showing off, I guess, but you've got this. Um, and so which one's your favorite and why? You know, I like, I kind of like to show off about baseball. So that's all right. I like to share it good with the girl, people. Good girl. Good girl. People who listen to your podcast, you know, are passionate about sports like we are. They love baseball as much as we do. So my favorites, I, I kind of have, um, I think I touched upon this last time we spoke, but Atlanta um, is my favorite ballpark. And I was there in 2017. So the National Space um, Well, at the time, I think, let's see, let's think. Uh, well, Trey Turner was on that team, so current Dodger. Um, trying to think of who else was on their team back then uh, that I could bring up, but we're not talking about the, the nationals. We're talking about Atlanta. So I really liked Atlanta because it's kind of got the feel like, first of all, it's really new and um, new ballparks just have a whole different feel. I know that they don't have maybe say this nostalgia of the, the older ballparks, but there's a lot of great memorabilia in new ballparks. So in SunTrust, and one thing I always do when I travel for baseball, I always get a good ticket. Like I'll always spend the money to have a good seat. And a lot of times that includes kind of the all-inclusive experience where you can go into like a private club area and have um, food and drinks and whatnot. So, <coughs> excuse me, what I really liked at Truist Park, which is at the time it was called SunTrust Park. Um, what I really liked was their kind of, I think it was called the Delta Club at the time. They had like three different restaurants. And within those restaurants, I mean, it was all you can eat. They had uh, beer and wine were in, was included. And so for some people, that'd be really, <clears throat> that'd be really worth the money. For a woman, 
we, we don't so much indulge in those things. But they had memorabilia, like real memorabilia, like their silver slugger awards and their um, their gold gloves, like just displayed throughout their restaurant. And it was just imagine, I mean, the ballpark's four years old now. So just imagine the kind of the design or the architecture that went into the actual memorabilia. Then there's a lot, of course, for um, the great Hank Aaron. Like you're going to see a lot of things around there. Um, they have his, what is 755 home runs. They've got a beautiful display there. I remember this really cool thing that they had there also. It was like, remember when you used to go to the cleaners as your kid and the dry cleaners and there would be kind of that revolving um, yeah. closet. Yeah. I don't know what you call that, but it, it would kind of go up and down. It would bring your, you know, they press the buttons and they'd bring your, your, your garments to you well they had this uh memorabilia or merchandise stand where you could buy uh atlanta braves jersey and you could have whatever number and name um you know uh, ironed on i guess is what they do right then and there but the way that they have that displayed i thought was really really cool so that's not even talking about the real stadium part but the stadium is really beautiful um, if you sit in, um, the section where I was sitting, you are basically between, uh, between the dugouts behind home plate and into the outfield, you see a beautiful display. They have amazing scoreboard. And then you see the Omni hotel, you see their NBC affiliate, their building is there because the area is called the battery and there's a lot of shops and restaurants and bars there's an apartment building attached and it's just like a very lively area kind of reminds you a little bit of petco um with all of the all of the city life around you but petco's different because it's actually city but you go to atlanta battery area and it's really been designed around the ballpark uh everybody was super nice there i was there during martin luther king's um a weekend or, or it was, um, let me see what, I don't know what I, it was Atlanta. It was four. So it was April, 2018. So they were, um, honoring, uh, Dr. King and, uh, they had singers from the Ebenezer Baptist choir perform, um, outside of the stadium and then inside the stadium. So that was something that really stuck with me. I'm, I'm, in my um, non-baseball life, I am an educator. And so um, Dr. King is very near and dear to my heart um, and the causes that he fought for. So that was really cool. So SunTrust, everybody who worked there was super nice, friendly, helpful. And, you know, if you're traveling by yourself, it was a great place to go. I travel a lot by myself for baseball um, because I kind of have my own agenda when I'm at a ballpark and it's hard to uh, bring a friend in tow sometimes. <laughs> I got my, my own agenda. Okay, Jen, I'm going to stop you for one second, and I'm going to tell you something yes. that might interest you as a baseball purist. It is currently 516 Pacific Standard Time. This will air tomorrow, Thursday, uh, Wednesday morning. Um, but as of five minutes ago, all rise Aaron Judge hit number 62 in the first inning of his game. So Aaron, Aaron Judge is hit. Yeah, he just hit number 62. So um, congratulations to Aaron. Congratulations to your family. Um, if you ever hear this, you're an amazing guy uh, for doing that. And so congratulations to you. 
And I may agree with Roger Maris Jr. a little bit more than everybody else may agree on. But I just want to stop you right there, Jen. I love the analysis of Truett uh, Park. And I think it's funny that you have your own agenda when you travel. It's like, okay, I got this and nobody's getting in my way. Well, I just, you know, so I think part of the fun of going to a ballpark is like really looking around. Maybe you could take a tour, you know, um, ahead of time or after, you know, um, because every ballpark tours. But I think there's so much to see that if you're sitting in your seat the whole time, it's it's just a different experience. And um, going back to Aaron Judge real quick, I mean, it's nice that you gave him that shout out. I mean, a guy is from Fresno um, area. I know he went to school up there. And, um, you know, that's here in California where you and I both live. So we have to definitely give um, give some recognition to Aaron Judge. And I was reading today from Ben Verlander. Um, he's got his own podcast. Um, maybe we'll be able to get on his podcast one time to flip in bats podcast but um he was saying that he thinks that Aaron Judge should be um a Yankee for life so we'll have to just wait and see what happens with that yeah okay man I as long as he's not wearing Giants colors we're good right absolutely just don't come to the NL West wherever you go there you go all right next question so you told me about your favorite ballpark tell me about your least favorite ballpark that you've been to and why Okay, so you called me a baseball purist. I take that as a big compliment. Thank you. Um, as a big baseball fan, there really are no ballparks that I would say that I don't like. Of course, some are more comfortable. Some um, have better crowds. Some have better teams that you're going to get to see. I would say that two ballparks that, well, I will tell you about one because everybody's going to tell you, oh, Oakland Coliseum is terrible, you know, for the A's. And it probably isn't like the most um, the nicest or uh, the best ballpark out there, but you're still getting to see professional baseball. So um, I would watch any baseball team, any ballpark, any level, anytime. The one team, the, the one ballpark though, that kind of let me down. And I think, you know, as baseball fans, you know, we grow up watching games on TV and some of the most exciting things that I like, I remember learning about baseball from Sunday night baseball, right? Bob, Bob Miller and Joe Morgan and um, John Miller, John Miller and Joe Morgan, excuse me. Bob Miller is the LA Kings. I'm, I'm showing that I'm a little confused here. So anyway, I learned so much from watching these games to see the stadiums. Like for me, one of the biggest things is like seeing the way that they paint, like ALCS or whatever, whatever the series is, if they paint it into the grass and you watch it on, then you have the good fortune of getting to go to the stadium. Seeing something like that for me is a big deal. So one of the ballparks that I was always really excited to see was Chase Field in, in Phoenix. And I went to Chase Field in spring of 2016 and everybody always talks about how they've got the pool and, you know, I mean, we heard the story about the pool and when the Dodgers clinched recently, and um, that was that was on another one of your podcasts, maybe or one of your lives. I believe you had that. Yep. But I have to say that Chase Field did not live up to the expectation that I thought it would. Part of it might be because of the tickets that we had. I mean, I just kind of remember sitting um, past first base, probably more towards right field. And I don't remember having like a wonderful view. And that's part of it. Like the closer you sit to the action, the more you feel part of it. 
Um, it's in a cool part of town. Um, there's things to do, like there's restaurants and there's buildings and hotels around it. And I remember we went somewhere before or after to eat. But I just, I really, and, and also where the Suns play, it used to be called America West. That's when I was there last, wherever the Suns plays, right next to it as well. But I didn't feel anything wonderful when I was there. You know, they have um, a removable or retractable roof. I just, I think the roof was closed because it may have been too warm. It just, I don't, nothing was memorable for me. There was nothing there that I could say, oh, you've got to go to Chase Field and here's why. So sorry, D-backs. I think you're an awesome team. And, um, you know, I know you won a World Series before, but I don't need to go. I've been there too, Jen, and I agree with you. It was, to me, it was, I felt like I was, I wasn't watching a baseball game. I was there for an attraction. And I, I mean, it, it didn't, you know, I don't need, um, what do you call it? Uh, food court mall food. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Don't forget. I don't need Panda Express. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, I agree. But I think that's how a lot of people do. Like people who aren't into baseball. I think that people who are not necessarily going, people go sometimes just to go. They accompany someone. People like us, we, it does, we don't really care what the food is necessarily we're there for the product on the field but i think in order to attract um and keep other people entertained maybe that's why they're doing that i know that like in houston i remember eating at shake shack and i'd never eaten at shake shack before but when i went to minute maid they had a shake shack so i took advantage of that well, i kind of thought that was cool actually yeah well shake shack's different than Panda express yeah <laughs> yes yes i agree there you go okay so question four for you um you know, you, like you said, you're an educator. So let's say it's summertime. We're not worried about money. Um, and you got three ballparks you're going to visit. What's on your next bucket list of places you haven't been to? Okay. So definitely on um, that list, I would have to say I'm going to need to go to Detroit okay. and Milwaukee and Chicago White Sox. Okay. Those are my three. Um, priority would be given to um, Milwaukee. Uh, definitely. I don't know. I think it just, it's, it looks like a beautiful stadium. The roof looks amazing to me. Um, the brewers, I don't know. I just kind of think that that region of our country has really nice people and they've got great players. I like Christian Yelich. Um, he's another California boy. So I would like to go, um, I would like to go see the Brewers. That would probably be number one. But Chicago White Sox is right up there. I touched upon that in our last podcast. Um, I need to go join their City Connect jerseys. Although I will say I'm a little disappointed because I happen to be one of the people who loves Tony La Russa. I know he's not super popular right now. I love Tony La Russa. He's a, he's a gamer. He's a baseball lifer. I love him. And I would have liked to have seen uh, his team play and him be the manager. Well, you, you, you're definitely in the minority on that one, like you said. Um, I mean, I think he lost face with everybody when he walked Max Muncy with two strikes and then fell asleep in the dugout a couple of days later. So, But I hear he's having heart, uh, health issues, so I don't wish anything bad on his family. He's absolutely a great manager. Um, that's phenomenal. Um, okay, so my final question is we're wrapping up here. Um, now, where do you want to go to watch a World Series game? And obviously you're a Dodger fan, so that both answers 
might be LA on here, but if you're going to travel, where do you want to travel to go see a World Series game? Where do you want to travel to go see an All-Star game? Okay, so I'm very fortunate. I've been to both. I've been to uh, World Series 2017. I went to three games here in LA. I went 2018 against Boston here in LA. I only went to one game. I went to the Saturday uh, 18 inning game. Max Muncy walked it off for us. Amazing, amazing experience. I would go, let's see, World Series. I think that the most exciting place to see a World Series game is going to be Yankee Stadium, even with or without. Uh, the Dodgers playing there, although that would be just epic to go and see them, uh, you know, a Dodgers Yankees World Series. That'd be pretty cool if we had that this year. Um, I've been to New Yankee Stadium twice. I really enjoyed it. There's a ton of history there. I, I liked it very much. And I would think that that would probably bring, I mean, the New York fans would just be amazing. And um, I probably wouldn't wear like Dodger colors or a Dodger hat if I went to that game. But um, yeah, that that's definitely, that's where I'd want to go for World Series. Now, All-Star game, All-Star game is in the summer. So that's kind of more fun. I think maybe an All-Star game somewhere like Miami might be fun. Yeah. You know, Miami doesn't typically draw too many players. And I, I don't know. I hope that Miami, you yeah. know, makes it happen. Or not players, excuse me, too many fans. And I mean, they've had great well, players. But yeah, I think Miami would be fun because then you'd have a whole lot to do um, in addition to going to the All-Star game. And, you know, All-Star game is a whole All-Star week. There's a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. So um, I would enjoy that. Um, that would be a, a lot of fun. I, yeah, Miami, you know, someplace with the dome, if you're going to be someplace that's humid, I think would be fun. I think it would be brutal uh, in July in Atlanta or St. Louis or something like that. Um, you know, I'm I'm good not being there, but I, you nailed it. And and one of my bucket list things too is if the Dodgers aren't in the World Series at some year this year, hopefully they are. But if they're not in the World Series, I want to see a, a World Series game at Yankee Stadium because the crowd is just going to be amazing. Now. You're going to have to cash in every piece of your retirement to be able to afford to sit in the obstructed view section, right? But uh, <laughs> it would be it would be a lot of fun to be there, right? A lot of fun to be there and just listen to the to the crowd and enjoy the ambiance of of and same thing with Fenway, right? Right. I mean, you got the history there. The Cubs right. may make it back to the World Series in the next seventy or eighty years. I may not be around, so. Um, but I mean, it's just the history, the nostalgia of that stuff. So that's good. Absolutely. I mean, when you, when you're naming those, you know, the, the original stadiums, I mean, I haven't been to uh, Fenway. I have been to Wrigley. Um, And I, I, that would just be really, that would be a a great, a great stadium to visit and to see all of the history involved. Absolutely. And think about the players who played there. I mean, look at that. You think about the players who played, there that and these stadiums that are over 100 years old that's just really pretty amazing yep yep exactly exactly well jen you have been phenomenal you've been you're one of my favorite guests to have on all the time and i look forward to having you on again um we're going to do a ladies night here soon we're going to do a world series edition if if your team is there we'll definitely have you on for the world series edition but i'm just excited i love the fact that you i you know, my wife thinks I'm crazy because when I travel, I have specific things that I do. I load my suitcase as soon as I get there. I check the room. I, 
you know, all kinds of different things. And when I go and travel and I go to a ballpark, I've got my own habits too. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that I'm not the only person out there. No, absolutely. Yeah. That we, we have some, we have some similarities. That's for sure. There you go. Well, Jen, thanks for being on this. will uh, top fan rivalry followers. This will be up tomorrow again. Congratulations to Aaron judge. And thank you, Jen, for your time. I know that you've got a thousand things going on and I just am grateful that you took time out to, to visit with us. Well, I'm never too busy to not talk sports. This, I look forward to this. This is my favorite thing in the world. So I appreciate you inviting me on again. And I look forward to um, October baseball. October Good. baseball. Thank you again, Bill. Take care now. You bet. Talk to you later.